welcome to How in the Know, a podcast about sex work by sex workers for sex workers. I am Selena the Stripper. The calibrated clover is off uh, having a little bathroom break, dealing with some stomach issues. <laughs> They'll be back soon. Um, today we are joined by Mila Summer, who is here to talk about camming. Hello. Hey, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, it's been good. Uh, work has been, work was really busy last week. Yeah. So naturally it's not that busy this week. You said you worked last night, right? I tried to work last night. tried, yeah. It was completely dead. And I don't, those nights are just really the worst. It is. Like, I didn't make any money and had to do a makeup show. Which just feels like you're working for free if too much yeah. time has passed. Yeah, so right. It's like, cool, twenty minutes of my time. Took a bath, got ready, uh-huh. and then like made no money. That doesn't happen like very often. No, but I, but I yeah. know that feeling. It's like whenever the strip club is dead, it's like God, what am, what am I doing? You're yeah, just it feels like, like every like it's gonna be like this forever. Yeah, and I'm never gonna make any money again. Yeah, last night was like super dead, like really? generally. But I had my regular come in, and, like, he, he's really been, like, buying my life lately. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so I appreciate him so much, but it's just, like, I felt kind of bad for a lot of girls because, like, people who are normally, like, really big money makers mm-hmm. were just, like, sitting, like, just Ugh. looking at people like, God, you have nothing. Like, you can't yeah. afford my time or even my effort to... That sucks. Um, yeah, it was relatable. It's yeah, it's relatable, relatable sex work energy. <laughs> You're just like yeah. the waiting. I the think. waiting game. That's the. It's one of the trickier parts of of this work too. I yeah. think is like just sitting on my bed. I try to be productive and do yeah. things like when I'm not actively doing a call. It's like uh-huh. I could read a book. That's I could. Nice draw I could do whatever yeah and, but sometimes it's like when you're anticipating getting a message it's hard to mm-hmm. do other stuff like it, it feels like you're distracted the whole time mm-hmm. and right when I'll get like I'll go make dinner or something like it's dead I'm gonna go make dinner and then I'll get a message like as I just turn the oven on or whatever and it's like yeah. of course like the timing is always wrong yeah of course <laughs> there's a lot of just like sitting there are nights where you just sit there all night and you're yeah. like, okay, I should just go to bed at this point, but I'm up and I'm here and I'm trying to work. So you'll just wait for hours and like, I mean, that's it happens. You I know? totally get that. I mean, like, uh, there's just so much time that I spend like, and I and I would just be looking so cute. I'd be like, <laughs> I like put so much effort into looking really cute right now, and I have right. stockings on and like a little lingerie thing or whatever the fuck I was wearing. <laughs> have my toys all lined up right the lighting like i set up my lights you're feeling really good that night you're feeling yeah, really confident feeling really ready and like, like i'll do anything i'm excited tonight. Like, i'm excited like yeah. i want to see what happens it's Shake always it those nights yeah like mm-hmm. you have the most motivation and nobody's there and then the nights you really don't feel like working or putting up with anyone you're super super busy yeah and you have to it's like they have a sense for it yeah, <laughs> seriously um yeah you have to kind of get in the groove on those nights though yeah i think it can turn around totally once you start making money it all feels better everything feels better whenever you start making money like oh this is why i do this like oh yeah. i'm getting compensated for my effort <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that yeah this is the best job in the world wow, wow. yeah yeah <laughs> I do this forever yeah. <laughs> oh am i though i don't know no it evolves yeah anyway so we start every episode with a segment we call historical hose And this week's historical hoe is Teresa Berkeley. I got my info from DirtySexyHistory.com and some from Wiki. 
and uh, some other places. Clover, you'd be proud of me. I just said wiki. Yeah, I heard you do that <laughs> for a few episodes. Thank you. Um, it's all at your behest. So not much is known about Teresa Berkeley's early life. I was trying to find some info. Um, and uh, it just seems like a lot of it was pretty cloak and dagger because she served a lot of, like, really high-profile, rich, and famous, and powerful people. So everybody's like, oh, I can't be associated with her. <laughs> but, um, so, she wrote extensive memoirs about her life and work as a professional dominatrix, but they were, all of her works were destroyed posthumously um, because of the lewd and compromising nature of the services she provided. And her notable clientele. So, um, she catered to the rich and powerful of 19th century London, she opened a brothel in uh, initially in 1787 and um, worked into the 1800s and on, um, known as the White House, a mansion in Soho Square, and she turned the space into a haven of sadomasochism by installing various instruments of torture. Um, she employed a number of other doms and also uh, women to protect the, her uh, while she was providing the services. And um, including a, a black woman, <laughs> this is like notable in many articles. They were like, she there hired a black woman. She hired a black woman. I actually called her like a black girl. I was like, what? Come on, okay. come on, articles. Okay, okay. <laughs> she was a woman. She was a woman of the consenting age. Um, so uh, her dominatrixes included Miss Ring, Hannah Jones, Sally Taylor, One-Eyed Peg, Bald Cunted Paul. Wait, what? Yep, bald, cunted Paul. And one-eyed peg. One-eyed peg. One-eyed peg. These are the the names of some of the workers that she employed Whoa, at her okay. at her sex dungeon mansion. That's really okay. And the black woman was named Ebony Bet. So uh, shout out Ebony Bet. Ebony Bet. <laughs> <laughs> so her dungeon specialized in flagellation, and among her notable clients was King George the Fourth. Wait, okay, so... I rumor, rumor has it. Rumor has oh it. I was, These are the whispers. I was gone for this. How... When is this? <laughs> this is, uh... This is 19th century London. Well, 18th and 19th century London. Okay, okay. So that makes sense for there to be, like... Well, I guess there are kings still now, but, Yeah, like, there's still royalty. <laughs> it's like the, the, they're more celebrities than they are kings. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I mean, they still live in when Buckingham the Palace and whatnot. constitutional monarchy, like, get I don't know, and I really don't care <laughs> enough about, like, British history to know. So. <sighs> you know, history, schmistery. Yeah, we don't do that in historical hoes. <laughs> we hose. don't do that with historical <laughs> hoes, okay? A historical hoes. Um... So, uh, Berkeley brought her collection of instruments of torture Ooh. with her to Charlotte Street. They had to have been real as fuck, too. Like, some things that were, like, I don't know, like, cat's claw or whatever. Like, I don't know. Oh, get ready. There's a list. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, according to Mary Wilson, another madam, they were, quote, were more numerous than those of any other governess. Her supply of birch was extensive birch? and kept in water birch tree branches. Oh, oh. And, and were kept in water <laughs> so it was always green and pliant <laughs> so she could wow. smack it over them a bunch of times and they wouldn't break. 
Wow, water <laughs> seems like it would make it softer, though. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, it's so it bends. Right. So it's, yeah, instead of like just being hard and snapping if you hit somebody too hard. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel also like the it water might. Component the is... water component might also be kind of interesting. Mm. You got the, the wet. And uh, also, I feel like it would add mass too, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like it would absorb some of the water, so it'd be a little heavier. True. Never really fully considered this until reading up on um, Teresa Berkeley. Um, so there were holly brushes, furs, furs, brushes, prickly evergreens called butcher's brush. Um, clients could be birched, whipped, uh, fustigated, scourged, needle, pr- needle pricked, half hung, holly brushed. Half hung. Oh, well, yeah. Furs brushed, butcher brushed, stinging nettled, curry combed, phlebotomized, and tortured. <laughs> Wait, what's phlebotomized mean? Uh, yeah, it's like drawing just... blood. Oh. oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Ow. Yeah, yeah. Or whenever you like have like the needle and yeah, you pull the blood. But yeah, so all of these things were offered to her clientele. You could pick from her little recipe book of torture. selection. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Wait, can you go through it again, but with an accent? Um, <laughs> which accent? She could be birched, whipped, fustigated, scourged, needle prick, half hung, holly brush, fuse brush, butcher brush, stinging nettled, curry combed, phlebotomized, and tortured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so, so you can, or I guess it could be a British. You could be birched, whipped. Fustigated, scourged, needle pricked, half hung, holly brushed, fuge brushed, butcher brushed, stinging nettled, curry combed, phlebotomized, and tortured. Any British mm. listeners, can you tell us what region? Tell us what region that came from. Write <laughs> 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 in. Let us know. <laughs> I like that your first accent that you picked, you didn't think of anything related to this. You were like, let's get a historical. Well, actually, <laughs> you know what? Southern accent? Yeah, that was the British accent, apparently. The- hmm. Did you read that? I read that somewhere, but I'm not. I needed to. I need to do like a, a check. There was but like. There was like. Yeah, a differentiating between like colony English accents and like British English accents, and they created the Queen's English yeah. out of nowhere and all of that shit. It was kind of like the um, Mid Atlantic accent. They mm. were like, "We need to stop sounding poor," or like, "Stop sounding like the." We need to stop sounding poor, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <Die>. right. <laughs> well, we need a mid- sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> the Mid-Atlantic accent was supposed to be right in between the American English and the British English, so, but, like, not favoring either too much. Where? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Uh, shout out to, uh, what is, uh, what's her, um, Catherine Hepburn. And oh, song. <laughs> Uh, okay, oh. I need to, like, develop my Catherine Hepburn accent. <laughs> Wait, what accent I, I does like she it. have? She the has, like, that, like, kind of mid-Atlantic accent. Can you do an impression? I can't. I can't. <laughs> we'll look up a video at some point. Yeah, I need to see because it's not ringing any bells for yeah, me, personally. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, like, Dick Tracy and all, and, like, thinking, like, um... Like it's a beautiful life or whatever. It's oh, it's a, a wonderful. It's a wonderful, wonderful I've life. Never seen it, yeah. Um, unfortunately. Oh, what? I know. <laughs> well, there's no need. Yeah, it's you fine. know, it's it's really fine, and there's. I don't think it's an especially good movie, but you know what? 
No, I'm going to go home and it's watch iconic. it, though. Go do <laughs> it. You said it's not good. I'm going to go home and watch it's it It's not good, and it's not worth your time, and I'm now going to watch it. <laughs> Makes me want to see it more, definitely. Obviously. Um, so, she was... What were you going to say, Clova? Oh, no, I just remembered an art project that I had planned four years ago that I never did, and I need to do it. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Teresa Berkeley, on top... She was, like, a top all the way, like... But... If somebody was, like, really throwing down the monies, she would bottom. But when bottoming, she always kept her crew of scary ladies around to make sure nothing went awry. Um, so she is... Wait, n- hmm? Her crew of scary ladies? Is that just the other people That's that just who I'm, what I'm referring to them as. It's all of the ones, like, when I'd peg and okay, bald okay. hunted Paul and <laughs> Ebony Bet. Like, remember those guys? All of them. <laughs> So they were just around in the corner to be like, nope. They were the muscle. All folded arms yeah. just were looking like, like mm-mm, mm-mm, shake the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um, what does the room look like? Did you have a description? I, didn't, like, I don't have any descriptions. It, I mean, it's like a mansion. So. I'm so like a dungeon, right? Yeah, I'm imagining a straight dungeon, like stone walls and like... There were, like I mean, a, there were like... like it would just be a dungeon anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of that vibe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, it's like 19th century, so, you know, house is a dungeon. Dungeon is a house. Yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> and it's London. I mean, is it ever not depressing? Oh, yeah. So, like, they... They had like implements to, like hang people by their wrists and stuff uh, to be properly tortured. Uh, and she's most notable for the inventor of the uh, Chevalet or Berkeley horse. Hmm. And it's a BDSM apparatus that kind of reminds me of like the pommel horse for gymnasts, but like with legs and like there's like mm-hmm. the, it actually mm-hmm. looks like a horse, kind of like a like a leather body and then like an inclined head up and like legs and stuff so you would bend over it and you can like kind of have your head on like the the neck of like the horse mm-hmm. quote unquote horse and then you would have like your arms strapped down to the legs and your legs strapped down and then you could be properly spanked and she created that she made that yeah but cool. okay so i saw two different apparati is that mm-hmm. how you say multiple so. apparatus or apparatuses I think, it's I, think, I think it can be right. Yeah. Let's just, yeah. <laughs> you know, no I idea. think it can be right in this world. <laughs> I believe it. I'll accept it. I'll allow yes. it. Um, so there was like another one that uh, that's also like called the Berkeley horse, and it's like, it looks like a kind of like a triangle. I don't know how to, like, e- like, like standing easels, like outside of like a shop kind of thing. Um, I don't know how to describe it properly. But it was, like, bigger, um, meant to be, like, full person size, and um, so it would be, like, this incline, and you would, like, kind of lean into it, like, lean against the board. Um, and so, like, the sub steps onto this, like, elevated, like, ledge on the bottom of it, leans against the side of the triangle face first, and there's, like, a cutout hole for the face mm-hmm. and for the genitals and, like, maybe boobs. The diagram was very vague looking. Mm. Okay. But it's essentially so that you could be, like, strapped down and your backside would be available for uh flagellating essentially flagellation which is what we kind of get from the the all of her many implements that were just tree branches okay like i'll whip you with a christmas tree or an apple tree wasn't holly in there a holly tree a birch tree (laughs) i wonder if there are different health benefits it reminds me of like jade room versus salt yeah or like nice or like russian (laughs) uh russian spas like the like um 
they'll like slap you with some kind of branch and I don't know if it's birch or if it's something else or like oh god cypress or something I don't recall do you pay for that or do they yeah yeah you, oh, okay. you pay for it you at pay the spa yeah huh. it's a Russian spa thing I've uh, heard of that it's yeah it's interesting so anyway I'm going to post the diagrams of the, the two Berkeley horse options on the gram so that you guys will have some idea of what it looks like thank um, you Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. So anyway, Teresa Berkeley died rich, and uh, she left the entirety of her estate to her brother, who was out being a missionary in Australia. Uh, fun fact, Teresa Berkeley, also a very devout Christian. Love that for her. <laughs> yeah, I love, <laughs> love it. <laughs> like, how did you ever come up with the idea of punishment? <laughs> well... <laughs> Um, so he came back after she died, and but he was like such a prude. Whenever he found out that her hundred thousand dollar, hundred thousand pound estate was like funded, was like a sex dungeon, he was like, nope. <laughs> so he renounced all of his claims and dipped back to Outback Steakhouse. Wait, he renounced his claims, isn't he? Like renounced. Not just the like the property and the money. Yeah, yeah. He gave oh, it all up. He was idiot. just like, I cannot be. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Looking a fucking gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> he, he, yeah. It's like this. The estate. He like had ownership of a mansion. Wow. In London. Wow. <laughs> worth a hundred thousand pounds. Man. A hundred thousand pounds in nineteenth century London. How much is that in today's money? Hmm. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, but I, I <laughs> it's, it's easily several million. Like, it's, yeah. what do you think? Definitely. I mean, it's it's London for one. It's a huge space. Do you know how expensive real estate is out there? <laughs> that shit is expensive as fuck. So yeah, he jetted back to like fucking Australia, um, and then the estate kind of fell to the medical attendant, Dr. Vance. He was like the second in line for the bequeathment, mm-hmm. <laughs> bequeathing. Um, but he was also super conservative and didn't want to be associated with it. So he was also like, no, I don't, I'm not going to keep this sex dungeon. Wow. The funny thing is nobody <laughs> raided the place. Like none of the government authorities or anybody was like checking into it or like trying to shut them down. So obviously they had, she had her hands in the pockets of some very mm-hmm. wealthy people, mm-hmm. very powerful people. How old was she when she died? She was like in her forties. She was like forty six or something, like pretty young. Yeah. But I mean, but at that time, very I old guess. for nineteenth yeah. century London. <laughs> She's an old, she was old so woman. like eighty in today's years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was a real old gal at that point. Mm-hmm. So, um, actually, the house became the property of um, the Royal Society of Arts in London and also the Crown. <laughs> I was just thinking, I wonder if you could, like, or where that's at and if it's possible to tour it, because that would be a fun tour to take. Right? Yeah. I know. I'm like, I'm like, I need to go to London and check out this house. First, yeah, first destination. Yeah. Go to London. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she also, so like I mentioned earlier, she had all of these memoirs. She had, like, boxes of like records of every client that she had. Oh my god! And they destroyed it. They no. destroyed what? Yes, right. What? All of the evidence Ugh. of everybody who was going to like Whack. get whipped and phlebotomized and everything. It's a gold mine, right? I know. It's like what an insight into like nineteenth century London. Like so much, yeah. And yet it's gone. Although, like, some people say that there, there's, like, a, a memoir that, like, might have 
had some accounts by her in it, but but yeah, so it's all gone and it's very sad. But um, so yeah, that's the life of uh, Teresa Berkeley, the one who is credited with the creation of the Berkeley horse, the Berkeley whipping horse, to be exact. <laughs> and that's our historical home. Um, So again, we are diving into the world of camming, and uh, there's a lot to consider. It's a form of sex work that doesn't involve direct physical contact with patrons, but it does involve hours of contact with patrons. Mm -hmm. And you can cater to fetishes and masturbate. You can cam with your partner. All you need is a laptop, inner connection, camera, some lights, and you're in. But is it really that easy? Mila Summer is here to give us the rundown. Hi again. Hey again. (laughs) (laughs) So we are continuing our conversation. What happens in a cam show? And who can see it? Uh, Many different things can happen in a cam show. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to start maybe with, like, your My Free Cams experience. Okay, so... What did that look like? In my experience, it was... I set a countdown, and then... Basically, like, the goal is to get you naked and get to a cum show. Like, that's how a lot of people do it. Not mm-hmm. everyone. Some people don't do cum shows. Some yeah. people just, like, if they strip or they don't even take their clothes off, it can, yeah. like, work many different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I would do. I would do, like, kind of a three-hour night, four-hour night, and I'd mm-hmm. be like, for this, if I make this much money, then I'll take my top off. If I make this much money, then I'll take my bottoms off or whatever. And I'd start with like a full on shorts and a tank, like tank top situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you do tips for like spanks and for boob boob flash. I think it's literally yeah, yeah. generally referred to. No, it's to. literally called boob flash. Boob flash, yeah. Yeah. It's like a commonly It's not full used. boobs out all the time. Right. Yeah. It's like a flash thing because you. The idea is to like tease people the whole time so they keep tipping you because uh, if you if you give it all at once, then, nobody's gonna pay. Right. They're gonna be like, "Cool, I'm moving to the next room." Mm. Um, that's what I did, and it it was okay. It was yeah. just exhausting because like that really rely you really rely on like one or two regulars, and if they're not there that night, if they mm-hmm. happen to like just not show up then you can just sit there and you have to find a new regular and that Mm -hmm. can it takes time sometimes and like you can have a bunch of people in your room not paying you did you ever have like issues with um people like recording your videos and posting them uh yeah there are bots i think we talked about this the other day um Mm -hmm. there are bots that automatically record all shows on Mm -hmm. my free cams and i'm sure chatterbait as well Mm -hmm. there should be like those like captchas that are like i am not a robot you know where you have to oh yeah to like there get should. in mm-hmm. like why is that that's an easy thing to because they don't care enough sh- yeah i think whoever owns the, the website doesn't yeah they don't give a shit yeah um and they might even be getting kickbacks yeah it might, the website where that bot came from could be owned by the same person yeah exactly um but yeah that happened to me like they're still there like mm-hmm. um all those videos were recorded and they're actually what's really messed up about it is that they're like sold so mm-hmm. if the person wants to buy your entire series from yeah, every single your night you're on my free cams, they uh-huh. can pay for it. And I've like contacted them and be like, hey, take this down, and um, they haven't responded. Uh, and then at a certain point, you just have to like let it go. I mean, you don't have yeah, to let yeah, it go, yeah. but I have let it go, and yeah. I'm just like, like whatever, you know. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, when it's like your life and you're recording constantly, it's just like to do that for every single time it happens. When it happens every single time, it's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, Does it affect your, um, like, 
your income, I guess, or do you see, did you ever see it, like, I guess, how did it negatively affect? On my free cams, it, I mean, I, I have no idea if it ever affected me. Um, Mm -hmm. Probably not, because, I mean, at that time, I had one, I think, like, one guy who was Mm -hmm. really great. I see him, I talk to him still sometimes, and he'll occasionally come back and, like, do a show. That's, like, four, from four years ago. Yeah, he's, he's great, and he's also, like, one of those clients, like, I see talking to other people all over Twitter and like uh-huh. he's really supportive of sex workers actually oh, cool. definitely financially and also he's like a nice guy yes. so whenever I see him connecting with other people I'm like yes That's like I'm good. sure he's tipping them a lot cool. of money mm-hmm. um, and he also is just like a kind of one of those sweethearts who just wants to talk mm-hmm. so it was great like if no one was in the room tipping we would just be chatting the whole time and then every few minutes he'd like send money and he didn't really That's care so about nice. the show wow. yeah so it's like he's my just, favorite kind of person we love those clients yeah. yeah they're just there to like see you and talk to you and, and it's they not appreciate even, your time, like they value your time, right? You know, like how it works, and they don't necessarily care that much about you, like getting naked. Yeah, those yeah. clients are out there too. They're just like, I'm just here for the company. I'm just, Aww. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so I cute. love that. It's beautiful. Yeah, I have a lot of clients actually who sometimes are like, I just want to chat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like catch up, or I want to talk about this thing in my life, and like totally. Yeah. I mean, that's how like some of my regulars are. Like my best regulars just want to chat and hang. Like they're awesome. just they're just as interested in like you know catching up and mm-hmm. having that like emotional intimacy and ability to share. Right. Yeah. So that's sort of like the therapeutic yeah. work that you do also mm-hmm. um, in sex work. It's a lot of it's a lot of therapy. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Helping people like work through things, talk about things they maybe don't talk about in their personal life, explore their sexuality or their mm-hmm. identity. Like you know, a lot mm-hmm. of that happens, and it's yeah. the best part of it, I think. It's like the most rewarding part of camming. Yeah. For me. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, um, in terms of the other, like now that I do the solo show thing, mm-hmm. um, I've probably been recorded by people doing shows with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like people will but get reported. It, so you you take it all to Skype, right? Or is it like is it like Skype like hosted through the site? Like, um, how does the Skype work? It, so the Skype in? is separate from the website that I work on mm-hmm. and my like profile just has my Skype linked oh, and Discord okay, like they have a little button on there and if you click yeah. the button it'll automatically add to your Skype it just oh, connects okay, you cool, cool. yeah oh, okay um so yeah someone will like basically add your Skype message you be like hey found you on CMD like I want to book a show and then I'm like what kind of show you know and then they're like and I'm like how long and then I tell them the price if I want to do it and it's great because if you don't want to do it then you can just like say no <laughs> yeah and you, you can if a call ever goes badly you can just hang up if someone's yeah. like an asshole and you just don't want to deal with them mm-hmm. or whatever like it's a like an again it's like a pretty safe way of getting into sex work yeah. because you're there's a screen between you yeah. yeah totally um but yeah so so it's and so with um cam models direct right cam model directory cam model directory mm-hmm. um you so is there there's like um a video chat option that is in the site? No. Um, no. It only shows through Discord and Skype. Oh, so wait, how mm-hmm. do they take the percentage out then? So the the client is supposed to, not everyone um, does it that way because obviously if the site's taking money from you, you if you want all of that money, you can take payment elsewhere. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, that's against the rules on the website, but people do it anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I have regular schools send me money on, like, Venmo or Google yeah, Wallet yeah. or something, because then I get to keep all of it. And a lot of them will be like, oh, I want to pay you somewhere else. Totally. Because so I don't, don't want... take a percentage. Right. Yeah. They, like, they think it's fucked up, too. Totally. Oh, cool. I mean, I think it's really interesting how much, like, clients understand how fucked up the percentage is, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only cam model who, like, talks about it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> to totally. To my clients, and, like, I'll just get on a call and, like, immediately complain sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Um, or I'll be like, oh, the last call I did was terrible and this guy was the worst and then the person's like if I'm, if I'm talking about that it's because I know them yeah, yeah totally yeah. Um, you have but, a rapport with them mm -hmm. but yeah then they'll basically if I agree to the show then they'll hopefully pay follow mm -hmm. through and then you just verify on CMD that the payment was made and then you can start the Skype call mm -hmm. um, and so then yeah. you're just in charge of like keeping the time so you don't go over yeah, there's a little timer on Skype, so I'll just, oh. like, watch that. Okay. People yeah. will try sometimes to, like, push you past the time. They'll be like, well, we didn't start for, like, two minutes. We were just catching up. Right, or, like, I'll not notice that I've gone over by, like, 30 seconds or something, uh, and they probably have noticed because yeah. they're leaning into their screen. Yeah. Um, and they won't say anything. Yeah. But I also have clients that I've, like, I occasionally do go over time with just uh -huh. because I'm, like, oh, I'm, like, ending my night. I'm having a nice conversation. Yeah. Like, it's fine if we keep talking for yeah. a few I mean, extra I'll minutes. personally do that, too, as well. Like, yeah. sometimes, like, there's just clients that I like to talk to and hang mm -hmm. out with. And I'll just, like, you know, sometimes I'm, yeah. like, you're chill and we're kind of friends. Yeah. It like, stops feeling like work at that point sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, if they, especially, like, I won't do that unless they're paying for a show initially. Totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's not, like, just starting off for free. Like, you got to pay right. me first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, then they'll just get in the habit of thinking, like, they can yeah. just call whenever. Yeah. Totally. And they think they, they can, like, undercut you. Right. <laughs> we're buds now yeah, yeah we're friends it's something special it's different totally yeah <laughs> even though i met you through your work and that's the only <laughs> way that we communicate <laughs> yeah and they'll be like i just want to talk like you know so i'll do like a discounted rate or something sometimes if yeah. there's going to be like no nudity or whatever like yeah. i'll do like two dollars a minute uh-huh but then i'm also like but do a long call because yeah. i don't want to like miss out on other calls i'd be, totally, be getting totally. paid for um, um yeah so are you able to like see your clients oh okay. unless they're shy um a lot of people will say like my camera's broken which oh. is code for I'm don't shy. look at me i'm shy yeah i'm awkward on camera i mean that's my interpretation of it because yeah. like most people if they can see me like i'm sure their cam like yeah. it's not yeah. like busted in their laptop someone yeah. smashed yeah. this little camera on your lap you know what i mean it's like yeah. <laughs> it's just like a shyness thing um i've had clients like for a while do that and then and then be like I'm comfortable now and like turn their camera on oh. which is always rewarding too so when you're like, like oh. do you ever like get like previews or like do they have like thumbnails of themselves that you see before is it like a surprise no I, I don't want previews yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if someone sends you a dick pic before initiating oh, yeah. a call you're like cool I'm blocking you yeah, yeah. um but yeah no I can't see them um, uh, so like beforehand, I feel like that'd be such an interesting experience. Like you've been, you've had this relationship, and then like finally, like a month later, you mm -hmm. see their face. Yeah, when you only hear their voice or mm -hmm. something like that. The worst is when you get like a client because you want the money, obviously. Yeah. But sometimes people will say like, "I don't have mic and I don't have cam," oh. which means they're just silently gonna be Watching. beating off or whatever. Right, and, and it's like if we're gonna do that, let's just call it like a voyeur show. And yeah. but then they want you to like dirty talk and talk to them anyway. Oh. And that just I hate, it's like the worst type of call and some it depends on my it's mood. It's really mm -hmm. awkward too. It's like yeah. they're typing to you and you're like, they're like I'm so hard right now and then right. you're, oh you're so hard. Yeah, <laughs> it just feels really silly and like yeah. it's yeah. it's it feels like extra work for me. And you have like, to like mm -hmm. look down at your keyboard. You're like 
Right. I have to, and I'll like make a thing of it sometimes. If I agree to do the show, I'll be like, hold on, I have to like get up to read what you're saying and like yeah. <laughs> show a little bit of irritation. Yeah. Um, just because it, it's like a favor I'm doing by doing that call at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or sometimes if I'm like just feeling like it, I'll charge more and see if they're willing to pay it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I charge a little extra. I make up things sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I like don't. Yeah, it's not worth it in that moment mm-hmm. unless I'm getting paid. I mean, it totally more. makes sense. Like your rate is gonna like fluctuate depending on how you feel and that like right. that day and all. Like what you're what you're down for and what your boundaries are that day. Right. Like it has to feel like it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a nice thing about camming too. <laughs> that is really nice that you're able to like set your rate. I mean, it doesn't always work. Sometimes people are like, I don't want to pay that, or they're like, Well, this model's doing that show for this rate or whatever mm-hmm. and it's really can be really fucked up where they're I like I hate whenever yeah. people try to haggle you on yeah, that right? yeah I don't I have a no haggling <laughs> policy <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah they'll be like such and such model only charges one dollar a minute like your prices are outrageous and it's like there's sort Ooh. of a really fucked up exploitative yeah. aspects to people who are charging a dollar a minute kind of thing yeah cause like yeah, there's some like international models. And you don't yeah. know what the situation is, and it's a little worrisome, especially when the price is that low. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you're probably exploiting someone by doing a show mm. at that rate. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and I mean, I think it's also like stuff. the exchange rate too is like right. maybe that's fine where they are, but it's yeah, like, you it, never know. It's just, I mean, it affects the whole economy yeah. of it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like the the living wages are different per like place that you live so it's just like mm-hmm. clients shouldn't even question it it should be like oh this person lives in new york so maybe like the minute actually is like worth more mm-hmm. new york is expensive yeah new i'd be charging eight dollars a minute if i lived in new york yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, I, I, I think it's in everyone's best interest if we all ch- charge the same amount you know mm-hmm. what i mean and like a high rate yeah. like yeah i feel like if we're all charging the same thing, then everyone has to pay it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah. So, like, do you have any particular kinds of clients? Like, do you do you feel like you attract a type? Uh, yeah, my regulars are all pretty vanilla, most of them. Uh-huh. Like, the girlfriend experience is sort of mm. my... It's, like, my thing, yeah, again, yeah. unintentionally, because I'm, like, very chatty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, a lot of times it's, like, nerves... Because it's, I get nervous before every call. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just like, let's talk. Like, hey, what's your name? Like, yeah. nice to meet you. Where are you from? And like, I'll make conversation. And that's sort of, like, a lot of people like that. They're like lonely. They just want to talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And also come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. But that's almost like the second part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah totally. But yeah, I guess girlfriend experience is sort of my specialty, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like doing. SPH shows because they're kind of like not small penis humiliation yeah because they're kind of just <laughs> playful and silly and like could you walk us through like a, an SPH experience kind of thing okay I haven't done one in a while let's see um, well basically like you'll get one of two types of clients who want that call mm-hmm. one is a person who has a small penis uh-huh. and the other is a person who has a huge penis Whoa. what yeah it, it, Whoa. it used to irritate me when that would happen like the latter uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like I'm preparing myself for this type of show so mm-hmm. it'd be like you know I don't know I'd say things like it's so small like I'm sure whoever you've had sex with like had no idea you're even inside them whatever yeah, that kind of yeah. vibe where you're just like it's all put downs but it's kind of in good fun like I've yeah. never well I mean it's I don't also, actually hurt it's anyone, like it's what know? they want too right. and like yeah. they, I remember I mean I have like one SPH guy and he's just like the meaner it is the hotter it is 
Like right. for yeah. me, he's like, I know it, it like kind of hurts, but it's hot that way. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Whatever you want. Like, uh, it's its own sort of like subcategory of mm-hmm. like, like yeah, dominant. Yeah, dominance someone. for yeah. sure. Um, so yeah, you just basically make fun of their tiny penis or yeah. whatever. Um, you can get kind of creative with it, but yeah, the other what, the other some, types. Oh yeah, what's some fun creative stuff that you have? Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the not right now because I'm under pressure. But yeah. like, <laughs> um, I usually try to make it specific to that person. Okay. You know, like. Mm. You can, if you can see the person, then you can sort of like read how they're responding to. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's really important. Like I've had people ask for that show, and they don't want to use their cam, and I'm like, how can I, yeah, quote yeah. humiliate you if yeah. I can't see you? Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then there's the the types who have like really big dicks, and those shows are actually sometimes more fun because mm. you can kind of be like pissed off that they lied or whatever, yeah. and then it kind of can Feel can egg you on. I had one call that was really interesting. This guy, it was I think it was the first time it happened. Mm-hmm. And I was actually just, like, in a bad mood yeah. and, like, probably shouldn't have been working. <laughs> and it was just, like, people were wasting my time and, like, you know, I wasn't making any money. And, I was, and then this guy was like, I want an SPH, which in the end, when someone has a big penis, most of the time it means that they want, like, a, um, what's it called? Like, where you're, like, oh, cock worshipping. Sorry. Oh. Think of the name. They want, like, cock worship. But oh. they say SPH for some reason. That's weird. And that's, like, a... I've noticed it a few times. It's definitely a thing. I've had clients with big dicks who thought that they didn't have big dicks and, like, oh. legitimately seemed to think that. But, um, but yeah. And yeah. I, like, yelled at this guy. It was just <laughs> like, you're fucking wasting my time. Like, you told me you wanted this kind of show and that's what you're going to get. Like, I'm not going to worship your dick like you get from everyone else kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you you have a tiny fucking penis and, like, mm-hmm. you're just going to have to deal with it for ten minutes. Yeah. And, and then in the end, he, like, thanked me and, like, later on wrote me a letter and was like, I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. Like, you're totally right. And was like, that was an amazing show. And, like... Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what the effect actually was because you don't, you know... Yeah. yeah. It's like, what are you getting off to in this situation? Yeah. I guess just that I was, like, mad. Um, yeah. But that happens sometimes. It's nice... When you do that, it's funny whenever you like fi- figure out like what a client wants and they don't even know what they want. Yeah, yeah. that happens, um, you know, every so often, and it's it's fun. Fucking hmm. detective work. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird yeah. that they want to like they want cock worship, but they're just like sph like. I, yeah, I like what? I don't get it. I don't. That's I, that's why I find it frustrating. Because they like, could literally just ask for that. They could be like, right. please, like, yeah, please worship my, my dick. huge yeah. dick. Yeah. If you had a tiny penis, you could do that, and that would be kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one's a really common request, and I'm trying to think what else. Role plays. I do role plays. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of role plays? Um, daddy daughter. Yeah. Some taboo ones. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Uh, yeah. No. No. I mean, I think I've always been interested in like the daddy daughter, like yeah. or little, like how you role play through that. Yeah. I mean, I'm mm. a consenting 28 year old woman. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not actually <laughs> this person's daughter. Yeah. Um, I'm not like a minor, and this is this right. is just pretend. And I also think like if you're so worried that like that person, like if you're an outsider thinking like, oh, that's not an okay show to do. Mm-hmm because what you're doing is wrong it's like well that person is paying an adult woman to act out a fantasy they're not going out there and like yeah, acting this thing yeah. out mm-hmm. so you could see it as like a great alternative yeah it, and also mm-hmm. everyone has a lot of people have everybody has fantasies their, you their know? fantasies that are on the questionable scale right like ravishment fantasies yeah mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I do a lot of daddy-daughter for some reason. I guess yeah. it's the girl next door thing. And yeah. Like, yeah. I get that request a lot, and that one's also just really fun. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I just get, I like ones where I just get to be, like, kind of playful and silly. And, like, yeah. You know, feel young. Yeah. <laughs> uh, younger, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, I, I feel that. So, yeah, that and, uh, like, I do, like, teacher-student in terms of, like, the non-taboo ones. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, I don't do, like, intentional, like, age play, but I guess if you're talking daddy-daughter, like, there's some age play involved. Yeah. I don't, yeah. like, I have, I'm not, like, judging anyone who does play super young. Again, mm-hmm. you're, like, a consenting adult. You're clearly not actually a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do, like, draw my line at, like, of consenting age. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If I'm sort of, like, in age play zone, it's, like, I imagine myself to something. be, yeah, like, I have a minimum age of, like, 16. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, like, it's more of, like, a mindset thing anyway for that mm-hmm. person. It's not, like, it's not always, like, directly communi- communicated, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I think also it's, like, a lot of the age play is, mo- is like, just this additional power dynamic and framing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. That's, like, you know, you're in this, like, close situation that mm-hmm. is, like, a, a realm of intimacy, and then there's, like, the taboo of, like, this person who is, like, younger and whatever. Right. Like, mm-hmm. just, yeah, part of it, I think, that turns people on is just, yeah, it's a taboo subject. Yeah. Like, just the fact that it's something they're not supposed to be into is mm-hmm. what is arousing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and brother-sister, which are they're kind of, like, the same in my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All of the incest stuff. I think it's mm-hmm. been interesting. Like, I see that so much with porn lately. It's like... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The step-brother, step-sister. Yeah. 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 It's People, funny that they put, like, step in front of it. Like... They, mm-hmm. they probably have to, like, legally yeah. put that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny because you can see the porn titles rubbing off in, like, your requests and cam. Like, people yeah. put... Can we do like a step, like emphasis on step brother sister <laughs> role play? And I'm like, so like a brother sister role play. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do that a lot, and uh, I'm mostly submissive on call because that's easier for me. Mm-hmm. Actually, most I can't speak to everyone because I don't know everyone, but like most people, I would say on CMD prefer to be the dom in like a dom mm-hmm. sub call. Well, I feel like it makes sense because if you're like. There's a power play, like, already Mm -hmm. inherent and, like, the money, like, Mm -hmm. you do kind of what I say because, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And, yeah, it's like, I don't want this guy online to tell me what to do kind of thing or whatever. Like, and it's, I think they just have more fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, I find it easier to be submissive because it feels like less work. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have to overthink anything. And it's, like, pretty mild stuff anyway. It's, like, spanking and, like basically like posing for someone uh-huh. um, so do they kind of direct it or yeah they just like tell you what to do mostly oh, it depends yeah. on the person like I have people I had a guy the other day who wanted me to try on like different bras and underwear mm-hmm. um, and the vibe which he didn't explicitly say but I don't really care was mm-hmm. sort of like to critique me in each bra and underwear like and mm. like sort of try to make me feel like I didn't look good or whatever. Wow. Oh, some, like, negging stuff. Yeah, kind of some negging oh. stuff, which, honestly, like, doesn't bother me at all. Oh. That's actually good that you have, like, a good, like... Lovely I had a, a call early on that it, yeah. sort of, like, I don't know, really, in the end, was helpful because this person was, like, really into verbal humiliation. Uh-huh. And in the end was, like, an abusive asshole. Like, yeah, yeah. looking back, I'm like, that was pretty fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, But also it sort of desensitized me to any of that sort of stuff so people will mm-hmm. say like can I like verbally humiliate you and I'm just like let it let it rip I don't care mm-hmm. at all it doesn't phase me and part of it I think I think that I like about it is that like 
sort of like sassy defiance of that. Yeah. You know? Like to just like look them in the eye or in the camera and yeah. just be like unfazed by it. Yeah. Is sort of its own way of being uh-huh. dominant. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, subs in the end are like more in control. Totally. Yeah. They set their own boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it, they had to ask you to have that even right. as an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave you the options and I and told you, you what was and not. They're paying you. Right. To You're paying that me. And yeah. I I ultimately do feel like the you most chose, in control. In yeah, that you moment. were chosen. Yeah. Like they chose you or right. anybody. And also it's really easy as a sub to like check out <laughs> if you yeah. just like don't <laughs> yeah, feel like it. True. You can just like go off and like think about other things. You're like, I gotta do the dishes after this or uh-huh. like because you're just responding to like requests, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, huh. those are the mm-hmm. most common. That's interesting. So they they really do like map it out for you. Is it ever like very specific? They're like, we're in your playroom or whatever, and yeah. Some people have like they'll like copy and paste their whole scenario to you, ah. and it feels like a script. Ah. Hmm. Um, and those calls, I always say like I'm gonna charge you more if you want it to be like this specific because I don't have time like to memorize all of yeah, that yeah I'm gonna sit here and memorize your okay, imaginary so. world yeah right and it's also like details that you literally can't act out yeah so it's like this is this is for you the sink like, is you running can, in the background like right it's like I'm not gonna like go set like put a set up and like yeah you know create I'm not building a set I'm not gonna like talk <laughs> about these details I'm just gonna like play the like character uh-huh. yeah so it's like these could just be in your own mind like I don't need them mm. You yeah. know, um, and I've had people want very specific wording. Like they'll actually give me a script. One yeah. time, someone did pay me to memorize a script. Oh. Wow. Um, which I didn't do well because yeah. <laughs> I had like twenty minutes to do it. Um, yeah. And I was like, I'm probably gonna mess this up. And he was like, It's totally fine. And he had like a, a like basically. I think a lot of people like to write out all these different fantasies and they'll have basically like a binder of their stories. Wow, wow. I had no idea. Yeah, I've I've had a couple clients like that where they're like, I write, what is it called? Like, fan I write... Fanfics or... Yeah, fan... Fan fiction. fiction yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, erotic fantasy Erotic stuff. fantasy stuff, yeah. yeah. Oh. And yeah, they'll have like, here, here are some choices and they'll like send me choices. three or four and they're like, It's just, like you wow. choose your own adventure. Yeah, <laughs> totally. They're like, choose your favorite. Yeah. And I go for the one with the shortest paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> the least amount of details to remember. Yeah. Um, or sometimes one just like kind of sounds fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I like doing role plays because... Can you think of any off the top of your head? Uh, I'm trying to think. Let's see. Um. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm getting off on like a different type of call now. But things like that, where like they want you to like. I had one client for a while who wanted me to, like take him shopping for panties. Oh yeah, specification like, type thing. Yeah, I do occasionally. I don't feel like I'm very good at it. Uh-huh. Like my favorite shows are the ones I feel like I'm good at. Yeah, yeah. like anything totally. else where I'm really comfortable and confident. But mm-hmm. like other ones, I just because I'm always worried about crossing lines and like, you know, I don't ultimately want to hurt someone Mm. or do something that's actually like not good for them it's so hard like treading that line whenever you are like you are humiliating somebody Mm -hmm. and there's just like some stuff that they really don't want to hear that will like set them off and just like ruin the fantasy or like what and and sometimes you can't even like have them like list it all out because maybe they don't remember something they're like yeah that's the thing with like when you're asking like what are your limits like mm. like oh wait you can't say cock, only dick in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Cock will turn me off. Like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get that You get that request yeah. sometimes. Um, 
Yeah, even I forget when I'm like, here are my limits. I usually preemptively, I'm like, if we're going to do that sub-dom call, like, I'll lay them out to mm-hmm. begin with because people have some very strange... What are your limits? Uh, you shouldn't have to say things like no blood or no, um, yeah. you know, things bodily like, that, like fluid, bodily yeah, fluids. Stuff. I'm not going to, like, pee for you and then drink it. I'm not yeah. going to... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And people will push it sometimes. Yeah. Oh my like, god, yeah. I'll just be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I feel like people... <laughs> also, I don't have to pee right now, okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would charge extra if I was going to pee for you. Yeah. Right? You're like, maybe I'll bring you to the bathroom, but like, I'm not going to pee on myself or drink the pee or play with the pee. Yeah. It's going to be in a very conventional way that I pee <laughs> in the toilet. I've only ever done those calls in the reverse, where I'm mm. like, drink your pee. Actually, yeah. guys wow. drinking their own I say guys because all my clients are guys. Yeah. Guys, um, really? They're all guys. I've never done a call. I've done a call with a woman two times, but mm-hmm. it was with her and her partner. Oh, mm-hmm. and he, was it a male partner, or a female partner? Yeah, male? Um, male and female couples a couple of times. Oh. one was kind of suspect because I didn't get to talk to her first, and oh. so I was like, I really hope that this woman's actually. She wanted that. Down yeah. And um, that was like early on. Um, and the other time was great because I got to talk to them both on a night flirt, like phone call before they called me on oh. Skype. So I got to like talk to her and talk to him and be like, cool. Did you like this? Or was it cool? It was, I was a little intimidated. Oh. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was fun. It was really cool. They were really nice. Um, they spent a lot of time and spent a lot of money. Mm. Oh. That's so nice. Yeah. And it was sort of like a dom sub thing where they just like told me what to do. Oh, nice. Hmm. Like they're like, turn around, like, 10 spanks on this side, 10 spanks on that side, and mm-hmm. then it's like, we want you to come for us or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it was fun. Uh, but yeah, the sissification stuff is kind of frequent, but I don't always do it. It just yeah. kind of depends on how I'm feeling that day, if I'm feeling like I'm going to be in the zone for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're not always up for that. And it's, and it's also like, if that's like not the role play that's like comfortable, like mm-hmm. just to go to, like you don't have to think about it, then it's like... That's a lot of effort. <laughs> right, it is. It can be. I mean, people, as much as there's, like, a, a shared language and, like, you know, there's types of shows that you can, you sort of, like, understand the general idea of, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, like, nuance to everyone's show, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've covered all of the types of shows, but I think pretty much anything else I would say no to probably yeah I did pee for someone one time oh that's nice <laughs> which I mean it was just literally paying for them and it was more because they ne- they said they'd never done a show like that and we mm-hmm. were like it was like early on and I was like cool I'm literally just peeing and you're paying me like a hundred dollars that's so nice and I yeah was like, I would do this any day <laughs> yeah do you wow. get like a lot of like calls for anal yeah anal is one of my limits uh mostly yeah I like use a plug yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. same for me. Like, I just, it was, like, it was wild to me, like, how many people were, like, very focused on, like, anal, 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 anal. Mm-hmm. Like, like this one yeah. buzz term. I'm like, you, are you really that into it? I like, know, I don't. Yeah, I get the same request <laughs> all the time. If yeah. someone really wants anal, then I'll, like, charge a little extra, and then I kind of appease those people with a little plug or whatever, and mm-hmm. then it's, like... Mm-hmm. That's my limit, you know? Yeah. But you, you pay a little extra for it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then you also just, like, avoid losing that client. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, oftentimes it doesn't seem like they actually do care in the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, this is irrelevant. It's like they get <laughs> yeah. it once. It's, it's really just, like, pushing people. Yeah, I, I think, think if that's what it, it's a power after. thing. It's like, yeah. oh, you really don't want to do this, but you're doing it. Yeah, definitely. I have so many clients that are, like, explicitly, like, 
uh, I only want this because you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's not necessarily like in a creepy way, but mm-hmm. it's just like I just know that that's that's their thing. Like that's what they want. Kind of like a you're doing this for me. Like, yeah, it's too. yeah, it's like you do it for me specifically because I asked, and it's the fun the the fun yeah. of the power. Yeah, totally. Do you have you ever like performed with a partner? Yeah, the person that I mentioned in the last podcast episode, mm-hmm. um, she lives in Bakersfield, and we've gotten together a few times and done shows. Oh, nice. Oh, so, like, sure. same room? Like, yeah, same Physical room. space? Like, I wow. went to her house. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, she's great, and I've learned so much from her. Um, mm-hmm. And she's a really, really excellent dom. <laughs> oh, cool. And I'm an excellent sub, so yeah. it really worked out. Yeah. And then if anyone asks for, like, the reverse, we'd just be like, nope, that's not the way we're mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. Or whatever, we'd, like, make out and eat each other out and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we did we did that a few times. Mm-hmm. But she has kids, and it's sort of every now and then, because it's, like, yeah. hard to arrange. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't have a car. <laughs> so I have to take a Greyhound. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh. I mean, that's, like, a real commute, but I think yeah. that's yeah, really I mean, cool yeah. that you do it together. <laughs> but, yeah, we both times we've done it, it's been really profitable as really? well. Really? Oh, cool. A, we made, like... I don't know, $2,000 each in one weekend or something. Wow, so wow. good. Which is really, yeah, that's we should really get together good. more often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the only person. I'm interested if anyone wants to collab out there in cams, like... Yeah, if you're in the L.A. area. Yeah, hit me up, because I'm down. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, this is a little bit of a derailment. Um, do you know your astrology at all? Uh... Like, like my whole chart? Yeah, or any of it? I am an Aquarius. Oh, okay. Cool. That's my, is that the sun? Your sun yeah. is like your main thing. Mm-hmm. And I think like Pisces Moon. rising or rising? something. I okay. mean, I could, I have CoStar here. I could check. Although I recently heard, was it you who said it? That CoStar sucks and like steals all their. Oh, I, maybe I, was, I, I feel like it was mentioned on the podcast. Maybe it was a different podcast, though. Oh, maybe. well, I've talked shit about CoStar, but I don't... Yeah, yeah if, if anybody <laughs> did, it was Clover. Clover probably was like... I recently I heard that they steal all their, like, stuff from smaller mm, Well, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah. That wasn't my rag on it, but, like, <laughs> well, I'm glad to have another thing. <laughs> Everyone's, like, always, like, why aren't you on CoStar? And I'm, like, well, I just don't like CoStar. <laughs> I love CoStar, I'm not oh, gonna lie. That's <laughs> good. Do you also have the pattern? No. I've never, I've heard of this, but no, I don't have it. Yeah. I feel like it's, like, the latest thing. Everyone who has CoStar who has, also has the pattern, but it's, like, semi-astrological, like, it just looks for patterns, and then it's, like, you and your friend are going through the same thing because of this transit or something, or I don't think it even tells you what transit it is. Anyway. Huh. Cool. Aquarius and Pisces energy. Is Mercury still in retrograde? No. <laughs> I have no idea. There's like a site for that actually. The yeah, you can Mer- search it yeah. and it's literally is, is Mercury in retrograde. Retrograde. Com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they that. don't sponsor us, you guys, but they could be. <laughs> be great for a sponsor. Shout out. Have you had sponsored uh, pods yet? No. no. I'm sure they're coming. It, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's speaking it out into the world. Hmm, the things it. that could sponsor us, period cups. Yeah, menstrual cups. Love to do that. IUDs. companies. Monterey companies, companies. IUDs. Oh, any uh, take-home STI testing, condoms. Slater. Slater. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, sex mags. Um, any number of things could be sponsoring us. Yeah. Shout out to people. Um, <laughs> so... 
do you like do you have a favorite regular or uh, a couple of favorites yeah they can kind of change lately they've been changing yeah. i think it's because like i've had to start over so many times probably mm-hmm. has something to do with it and mm-hmm. sometimes you'll have a regular for like a couple e- like i had a couple years where i had the same regulars mm-hmm. and then at some point there's like a shift to a different group of regulars ah. and then the old ones will kind of come back it's like a full circle thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think now. I have a new... A lot of my regulars are really old men. Yeah. <laughs> like in their 70s. Yeah. Um, I have a new client who I love. He's awesome. He sends me a lot of money. He always overpays for the time that he wants. Aww. And he's a very like chatty guy. That's really nice. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. I think my two favorites right now are both probably in like their 70s. What do they... What kind of shows do they want? Um, like chatting and coming or whatever. Oh, so I'll, that's like, sweet. I'll like use my Hitachi or my dildo. Yeah. Most of it is just like sitting there naked and chatting. And then yeah. for like the last five or ten minutes, I'll like come for them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, it's usually, I like calls that I just get to talk and ramble about my life mm-hmm. and have someone listening just like they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll, you know, do an orgasm mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> is your cam set up like an, like a, really good camera and like lights and stuff or no you don't if you're new to camming you really don't need to invest in all that stuff what do you need to if you had a starter pack a starter pack you need a computer okay mm. obviously mm-hmm. you need a i use everyone seems to use the same one it's like a, i think the brand is logitech yeah logitech oh. the 360 any of them will work like yeah. if you just go I on like one Amazon. Of the Logitech's for sh- yeah. yeah and maybe a tripod you want a tripod for it yeah you can get one for like three dollars um and that's that's literally it oh. lights I have lights that I bought because I was like oh I'm gonna make content I'm gonna sell videos and mm-hmm. I should have good lighting and this was years ago mm-hmm. and I've literally like never used them they get oh. really really hot I don't oh. find the lighting that flattering. I'd uh. rather just use, like, natural light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right now I've got kind of strange lighting. People don't really care. Like, yeah. I've had shows where I'm like, is it too dark? Like, can you see me? Because I've got, like, a bunch of Christmas lights, like, mm-hmm. all over my apartment right now. I yeah. just, it's like Clark yeah. Griswold came in and, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's a lot of rainbow lights, so it's kind of, like, strange lighting. That's but fun. People are like, no, you look fine. I can't tell. That's okay. nice. So, yeah, don't don't worry about lighting. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess if you're making uh, videos, it probably matters yeah. more. But, but Do you yeah. ever make videos? Oh, no. I've never... Mm. Succ- I've recorded one or two mm-hmm. and then went to edit them and was like, I can't do this. Really? Yeah. yeah, I've had people offer to, like, edit them for me. And, of course, yeah. it's like, of course you want to edit yeah, this for course. me. Yeah, of course. You know? Um, <laughs> But I get too self-conscious about it. I don't know. I really am always meaning to start. And I get requests for customs. And the smart thing to do if you can is to actually have a lot of content. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because then you don't have to log online all the time. That's true, yeah. Like, I know one cam model who's been on CMD the whole time I've been there. And she's been doing it for years. And Mm -hmm. at this point, her many vids is probably like... She's got, like, a thousand videos on there. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she'll just, every once in a while, be like, I put new content up, and she fully supports herself doing that and doesn't wow. have to camp anymore. And I'm wow. very jealous. Oh I love God. that. Yeah. And I've, like, asked for advice. been like, how do I get yeah. over this? And, they like, most people will tell you, like, at first it's kind of weird. You just have to, like, get used to watching yeah. yourself, and then it won't bother you anymore. Yeah. I mean, so. it's kind of, like, hmm? <laughs> I like how, like, sensitive you are to when I'm about to say something. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, do you ever um, just, like, have or, uh, like, look at yourself in, like, a video that isn't, like... Because I feel like um, 
it's also kind of a camera shy thing that I experienced whenever I was like making video content like as like an art student I was just like god I cannot edit this I just look yeah. foul yeah totally but, like eventually <laughs> you're just like okay I guess that's me like, yeah, it's interesting because, like, in a cam call, I can see myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I'm, like, in motion yeah. in real time, it doesn't bother me at all. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I look good. Like, I yeah. like yeah. this angle. My little tiny ass looks good or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you'll find ways to, like, love yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for some reason, when it's filmed and you're watching it while not, act like, going through those motions, yeah. I mean, it's totally different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, aren't you kind of more of like a small picture whenever you're? Yeah, that's in, it too. I think yeah. that it's it's smaller, but actually, most of the time I'll open Photo Booth mm-hmm. on my Mac, mm-hmm. and because I want to see what they can see. Yeah, also, yeah. You want to be. You want to have quality control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's quality control. So I'll open that up in the background, and sometimes I'm not even watching them the whole time. I'll like turn mm-hmm. it to myself just so I can like yeah. make sure make sure yeah. I'm looking the way I want to look the whole time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you will be kind of like bigger on your screen. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I can't, because it's so small, that's why I use photo booth. Maybe when you edit, um, you should just have, like, a, it should be a tiny... You know what? That's a really, really good idea. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's really helpful. You're right. If it's really tiny and when I record, just shrink down the box. And yeah. then when I edit, just, yeah, minimize it. Or I don't know what editing program, if mm-hmm. that's possible. Yeah, you can like, do that in most editing programs. Like, just make the yeah. timeline bigger and, uh-huh. like, everything else around it so that it's, like... <laughs> iMovie. Yeah. yeah. That's such a good idea. I'm going to try that. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Well, crossing my I, fingers on that. Make yeah. that money. I'd love to just have one video so that when people message me and they're like, do you sell videos? I can be like, yep, like, here's I the one. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times the vibe is they would buy any video. Yeah. yeah. You know, it doesn't really matter it's what it is. It's the novelty and it's you. Mm. Right. And then I have a lot of people who've been my clients for a long time that have been asking for years and they'll continue to ask. So if I put one video up, they'd be like... Like, it would sell, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. Anyway. Sounds like you have, like, a lot of loyal people who would just be like, I'm in anything. Just give it to me. Yeah. I need that really Mila nice experience. <laughs> totally. But yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. I think it's like we have, I have a similar kind of issue listening to my voice in the podcast. Mm. I mean, I also do acting, so that's oh, really? hard to watch. <laughs> is it, um, is it getting easier though, the more you've been doing this? Um, yeah, it's getting easier. Like at first it was just like, oh my God, what's wrong with my voice? Yeah. It's such a nice voice though. Thank you. Yeah, it's like very voice. sweet and like soothing and you have like this calm, there's a calmness. Thank you. Mm, yeah. It's hard whenever I'm like, I, I had a couple episodes where I was so congested and I didn't even realize the extent of it until I was like listening back. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, what's going That's on? That's endearing. Yeah. It's cute when people on podcasts are sick. Aww. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. I guess it is. I mean, it's like we're all human and we all have like our weird quirks about whatever yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. And it's like just real. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like you're not a, you're not acting right now. You're yeah. just like recording a podcast. And yeah. Real people get sick. Real people get sick. <laughs> and I think also just, like, the more you do it and the more you review, you're like, oh, now I know this is uh, something that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I think that would probably get tricky. Yeah. Like, seeing patterns in your behavior, mannerisms that mm-hmm. you don't like, and then I feel like... But I think eventually yeah. you let go of some of it. Like, you're yeah. like, okay, I can change this, but I can't change this. Right, totally. I started um, last year doing uh, tarot reading vids for YouTube. That's so cool. And um, <laughs> as I was doing this, because I was also, I was doing all the sound, all the editing and all of that, I realized that I said like and um, like every 
few words yes. and I was trying to edit out all of those <laughs> and it was just it took me it gets hours so choppy yeah it was so choppy and so I had to start getting into the habit of pausing instead mm-hmm. of saying like and um because that's a little better Definitely. Yeah, but, but I also have no problem with people saying like and um. I know. <laughs> personally, no problem. I don't it. either. But I was just, I was so self-conscious. I was thinking, oh, everyone who's watching these, they're just going to start being like, oh, this mm. person, like. <laughs> yeah, are you on YouTube? Do you do other things on YouTube? Um, no, that's all. But I. I want to watch these. <laughs> I only made like 10 vids and then I moved to New York and then I moved to LA and I just haven't gotten back on it. But I mean, Clover has some great videos. It's like very funny and also a lot of great digital stuff. Um, Clover does like digital everything. <laughs> That's so Motion cool. graphics and 3D modeling. Do you want to plug anything? <laughs> so I we can't. Can watch? I, I wish. Yeah, gotta separate, separate. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Real yes. work person from from Clova. So sometimes I'm thinking, what if I just decide to start going by Clover in real life? I kind of like it as a name. Yeah, I mean, you honestly could. It's your destiny. You choose. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'm just Clover. Maybe that's just like your your spirit name, like, like the, in the sense that you want to like erase that. Um, that divide too, or just in liking the yeah, name? Yeah, like maybe even. Mm-hmm. I I don't know though. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you don't get to choose your like birth name, but it's nice whenever you have a chosen name because that's yeah. like you have so much. You know, you can you have the choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My totally. issue with that is that I, every few months I change what name that I would like <laughs> to go by, and I guess that's yeah. fine. Did anyone ever read Star Girl? No. No, I feel like I I've, I've heard of it though. I don't know. I haven't read it since third grade, but I remember that was, like, so impactful on me because this main character was changing her name, like, every few weeks or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And her parents were really respectful of it. That's so nice. Yeah. Huh. You could do that. I could could do that. (laughs) Do you um, consistently make your monetary goals? Uh, I would say that I used to. Yeah. Um, and part of it is that I've gotten a little more lax about, again, it depends, you kind of go through, I go through periods personally where I feel a little burnt out. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'll kind of set the same goal when I wasn't feeling burnt as when I wasn't feeling burnt out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I don't meet it, I'm just kind of like, whatever, you know? Uh Um, but also some of the stuff that's been going on with the Skype thing and, there are certain seasons where it seems like traffic is just down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happened over the summer. Like, business was just, like, way really? slower. Yeah. And I talked to other people, and they were like, yeah, it's like it's always like this. It'll pick back up around the holidays. Like That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. And it is getting getting busier. But um, I wonder if it's, like, the loneliness of, like, the winter time or something. Oh, it's cupping yeah. season. It's it cupping is cupping season. season. I think that does have something to do with it. Yeah. Um, Spending more time in than going out. It's yeah. too cold to go out, so you're like, what mm-hmm. do I do? Well, I jerk off. <laughs> yeah. I jerk off. Do I do it alone or do I find a friend? <laughs> totally. Um, but, yeah, most of the time, like, I try to set, like, a $1,000 a week goal. Mm-hmm. That feels doable most weeks. Yeah. Um, and if I exceed that or, like, don't quite get there. It mm-hmm. kind of balances out at the end. Was that attainable when you first started? Oh, I made so much more money when I first started. Really? I was making, like, over 2000 a week. Wow. wow. Hell yeah. I mean, I was hustling all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. eat, sleep, drink, camming, you know? Yeah. Um, but, 
Yeah, I think there were a lot of factors. I, I don't I don't know if it's like they were advertising more on the site. It's because mm. I was a newer model. Mm. I had more enthusiasm for the job because uh-huh. I was new. Like I was like, camming is perfect. It's the best job in the world. Uh-huh. We're like very pro sex work here. And like, yeah. you know, when you're kind of new at something yeah. with sex mm-hmm. work, I feel like there's a lot of enthusiasm and like defense of the work. Mm-hmm. True. And then when you start to have more experience and understand like it's complicated just like every other job mm-hmm. yeah there's, there's, there's highs and there's lows mm-hmm. then you're yeah your sense of enthusiasm is still there but just not all the time you know yeah um definitely I know that feeling <laughs> yeah totally and like so yeah I, I was making a ton of money and then I spent a lot of money I went to like Japan because you know when you go from like zero to 100 yeah. you're like cool I'm fucking rich like I'm gonna yeah. travel I'm gonna like move into a different apartment mm, and then I kind of had to come back down to yeah. earth and be like yeah. chill out you know <laughs> yeah. like this is consuming your life and mm. I would say that was like the first year I was camming mm. and so now it feels much more like not so much a lifestyle as mm-hmm. it did as it did then yeah um but yeah do you have like a separate job or no is this, your, this, this is your primary is income primary income I graduated from college in June oh congrats um, thank you oh, yeah so the question is do I get a traditional job and what do I do? And mm-hmm. do I want to go to grad school? I'm already in a ton of debt. And like, uh, yeah. So I have all these questions I'm kind of juggling. Like, camming is cool and no matter what, I'll probably still cam. Yeah. yeah. And it's also like, you know, 4000 a month is like a good income. It's it a good backup income too. Yeah, like, supplemental. Sure. So I'm sort of in the job market, but mm-hmm. I haven't really jumped in yet. Yeah. yeah. It also sounds like a pain in the ass and finding work is not easy right now. Yeah. Like, no. Young people are struggling. So, yeah, like I've talked to people I graduated with and they're like, I'm, you know, working at a retail store because I can't find work and Mm -hmm. this degree is useless. And, you know, it costs me $60,000 of debt that I've got now. And I'm like, none of it was worth it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I just can't decide what I want to do. So, so yeah, I'm basically, long story short, kind of, I I kind of want like a nine to five. Like, that sounds nice. It's cozy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like the consistency. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a whole lot of schedule in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I can like, on the side. Yeah, camming on the side, too. And it's also, like, with some of the things, like, with camming, I was like, oh, I don't really need to, like, leave my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, I fall into that all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, there there have been a couple days, like, last week when I was, because it was a good, busy week, and mm-hmm. I realized that I hadn't left my house in, like, two days. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to go outside. I need people. Yeah. yeah. Smell, sights. Yeah, and not, not my I'm, house. I've lived alone for, like, four years now, and when you're used to living alone, like, it's really easy to fall into that yeah. kind of isolation mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that feels nice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's probably not for the healthy. It's not healthy, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, so, yeah. <laughs> so what, how many hours, like, do you spend weekly camming, approximately? Uh, give or take. Uh, give or take, I would say maybe, like, 30 hours. 30 hours? Mm. Yeah. On average, like, I'll get on for, like, six hours at night or something. Sometimes mm-hmm. more, like... So, like, six had, hours, like, five days a week type Yeah. Thing. If I've had, like, a bad week there and, on, like, a Friday and it's busy, I might mm-hmm. stay up really, really late and mm-hmm. put in, like, extra hours because I'm making money. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the most part, I'm trying to not exhaust myself all the time. Yeah. Totally. Because it's really easy to, yeah, like, to overwork yourself mm. when the money's good and when the money's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's so hard mm. to pace yourself. I guess your target is at night, like, usually because people... Have- yeah. 
But I'm, it's also like night all over the world at different that's times. True. It, it is, but most of my clients are in North America. Yeah. True. Okay. Um, some Australians, um, but like, and actually some UK guys too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I used to work like middle of the night mm-hmm. and I would make a lot of money. Also because there's like less competition, oh. at least on the website I work. Yeah. Less people are online at four or five o'clock in the morning yeah. as the sun's coming up because they were smart and went to bed. Yeah. Um, but I would find for a while, like the first couple of years I cammed, that that was like prime time and I'd make a lot of money in the middle of the night. So I wonder, wait, do you think that it stretches kind of like like 3 a.m. to maybe like 8 a.m.? Would that be At like... the time, it seemed like that was what was working for me. I don't mm. know why things changed, but now I would say that like 3 a.m. is like, cut off go to bed yeah because mm-hmm. it's gonna get really slow uh, um i don't know i must have just built up regulars who happen to be online at that time uh, mm-hmm. um because i could be busy but now like no that's not the reality it's mm-hmm. like three o'clock i would say is like dead hour um and lately i've been trying to work during the day because that's also just like better for you yeah, <laughs> right. like yeah. be alive when other people are no yeah. it's like i've been trying to shift my shift more to like half daytime and then ending mm-hmm. like closer to like midnight or one o'clock instead of ending at like three or four in the morning yeah, yeah. it's a it's a lifestyle thing like, we all need like <laughs> sunlight sleep mm-hmm. and sunlight and yeah and a sleep schedule yeah that makes some sense yeah um yeah so i've been working from like two to like i'll get online at like two or four o'clock kind Mm -hmm. of in that area depending on how long i've procrastinated Mm -hmm. and then work until midnight or like 2 a.m sometimes which is a long time but like in that time lately i've been making a lot of money because you get like the afternoon guys right after work on Mm -hmm. the other side of the country and then you get like late night people on the internet and then you can go to bed at like a decent hour Mm -hmm. yeah um so that's sort of been my schedule for the last few weeks and that's with breaks right like you take I feel like I'm like, oh, and the cool thing about camming is that you're, when you're not on a call, you're always on a break. Okay. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it can feel like a wait, mm-hmm. but if you are like, yeah. I was a student the whole time too. So I was like writing a paper mm-hmm. in between yeah. calls or like reading something for class or like, yeah, you can actually use that time because you're in your house, which is great. With mm-hmm. your stuff you and pr- your everything. In theory, you can be productive in your personal <laughs> life while working. I'm not so great at it. I find mm-hmm. that I get, like, lately I've been getting into the habit of watching, like, just spiraling through, like, dumb Bon Appetit YouTube videos or something. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just like, I'm, I could be using this time to, like, learn to play the keyboard like yeah. I want to do. Yeah. Or I want to learn to embroider. Like, mm-hmm. let's get on this skill-building Mm-hmm. Or I could be working on a resume or something. Yeah, I mean, there's always, like, a million and one things you can do. But it's right. also, like, I think part of it is you have to remember you're at work, like, you're in your office. And that's, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, while you could be multitasking, it's also, like, would you be multitasking at an office, bringing your embroidery yeah. and stuff? It's I'd like, be sneaking mm-hmm. YouTube videos. You'd be sneaking YouTube, <laughs> exactly. You'd be, like, browsing Facebook. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> quiet kind of activities. Totally. You know? so. That's what I tell people when they're not great clients. I tell them, um, I'm. this is my office, Yeah. and you're demanding a lot of my time for free right now. Yeah. I'm not getting paid for this. Exactly. When people have too long of a like laundry list of things that they want in the show, it's like, cut, like, cut to the chase or send me money for this time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially like for the consult part, it's like, God, like... <laughs> if, if they're consulting you too much, it's a big red flag. It's like, they're probably not going to pay, and they're getting yeah. off on yeah. just like describing this to That's, you. Oh my True. God, that is such the thing. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other like red flags that you have? So many red flags. <laughs> Tell me. Okay. Um, well, there's all kinds of things. It is. It becomes sort of like an instinct when you've been doing it for a while. Like anything else, it's like mm-hmm. if someone starts a conversation with 
like even if they just call you like high sexy or something mm. they like start calling you pet names mm. it's like why are you calling me pet names yeah you know I mean? like there's <laughs> like I have a name <laughs> right there are people who are like hi found you on if they say hi found you on CMD then that's my cue that like they're probably serious yeah. and they're probably gonna pay because that means they read like if they read your profile mm-hmm. then they're probably serious yeah um, but if they start with something like that a dick pic obviously mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. instant mm-hmm if they uh, let's see if they just like won't cut to the chase within the first like minute or two like if they're just mm-hmm. talking about different things or they're asking mm-hmm. too many questions mm-hmm. they're like well, what do you do in your shows um, uh, I have a profile it's listed right there clearly they didn't read it mm-hmm. they just want me to describe yeah. sexual things that I do with people exactly um, but yeah, you can just get a vibe from people. You're uh, like, I don't like this vibe. I've definitely probably blocked people who would have booked a show. Uh, I was talking to another model the other day, and um, she's been around doing this a lot longer than me. And she said most of her clients, she thinks, are like other people's time wasters, mm, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm way too patient with people. Because there's a lot of people you're just like, I don't want this person to come back because they're exhausting yeah. and annoying and it's not worth it. But she said that most of her clients feel like those are her types. Like, Mm -hmm. she has the patience, which sounds awful to me, but it's making her money, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, Um, but yeah, and also just, yeah, I'll shut people down. Lately, I've been trying not to do that because, like, I feel like I'm going to lose money if I keep keep being so impatient with people. Mm -hmm. Depends on your mood, again. Yeah. Or at least it depends on my mood. Um, But yeah, sometimes I'll just be like, I have a profile, like, please read it and, like, message me when you're ready to pay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Kind of have to just... You know, well, I, I agree with that. I think that it's yeah. so important because your time is, you know, mm-hmm. it should be paid. You should be compensated. And, like, a right. lot of people will waste your time. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's a big part of sex work is, like, sussing out people who are just there to waste your time. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them. There's so many. Yep. More than half, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there are. It's interesting in, in, like, being paid minute by minute because mm-hmm. it's, like, it feels like you'd think, like, wow, you're really getting paid for your time. You know, mm-hmm. you set your own price. Mm-hmm. You set your own boundaries. You get to, like... Like, in camming, I could just hang up. I can mm-hmm. hang up when the timer ends, and I don't technically have to say bye, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but then there's so much time that's, like, taken from you. Yeah. Just like every yeah. other job like where you're running errands, you're mm-hmm. delivering something, and you're like, I'm not getting paid overtime for staying yeah. late, or I'm not, yeah. like, there's so or much. Or, like, the decorum of ending a call. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. thank you so much for your time. You're great. Right. Mm-hmm. I hope I get to see you again. Right. Let's schedule for next Tuesday. Like, yeah. Right, and then it's, like, two minutes later, and you're like, yeah. well, I should have, like, that was two minutes. That could have been compensated, yeah. yeah. Right. Sometimes I'll ask people, I'll be like, send a tip if, like, you had a good time or mm-hmm. whatever, or I'll say, hey, since we talked so much, could you send me an extra, like, 15 20 bucks or something mm-hmm. just because like we talked for so long yeah. yeah um and you know really depends on the person whether they do that or not mm-hmm. they'll, sometimes they'll say yes and then not do it and you're like cool. uh, this is gonna be awkward when you want to show next time yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so unfortunate like i hate that so much yeah totally do you um see like much discrimination in how the site is set up uh personally obviously i don't experience it as mm-hmm. a white woman like mm-hmm. um all of the top 10 people, most of the time, all of them are white women. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I've, like, I, I don't, I can't speak to the experience, but I know that women of color, just generally speaking, have a harder time mm-hmm. um, being like someone's type that is probably fetishized in a lot mm-hmm. of the calls. And I think, I get the sense, I can't even, I'm not even speaking about like 
an actual conversation I've had, but like it seems like part of being a woman of color who cams is knowing that that job is going to entail like being exactly yes. yeah exhaustism mm-hmm. like that's part of the job description for sure yeah um a lot of your shows are gonna be like that kind of content mm-hmm. um which is really fucked up it's really it's <laughs> kind of wild because like you become like the specialty you know like yeah. not just like the general menu you're like no this is like a specialty item yeah race race relations race in general is a really complicated theme i mean in sex work in general but oh, also sure, with camming yeah. like even being like, yeah, a, a white woman, I get requests from men all the time for like BBC shows. Oh. Which I don't do. Like <laughs> um, big black cock shows? Yeah. Um, and the person will be like, well, I'm a black guy. Like, it's not, like, I'm not a white guy requesting this. And yeah. I'm still like, I don't feel comfortable. Like, this isn't something that I'm yeah. going to, like, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of times there are a lot of people who want, like, if you're a white girl, it's almost like, still flipped around where it's mm-hmm. like yeah. I mean you see that in porn a lot too yeah. oh for sure but yeah do you ever have like clients who are like talk about like being white or like like um, talk about your white skin or your pink pussy or things like that I've had people not like ask me to talk about it maybe they will but talk they will about just it. talk about it yeah, yeah. or um, I don't know I had a really interesting call early on that I talked about extensively with the person before I did it, and I, would, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it now. They've come back and asked, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. But their their whole story was they wanted basically like a, they were an Asian an Asian guy, and they mm-hmm. were like, I want you to talk about how big my dick is compared to your white boyfriend's dick. Oh, so they wanted me to like. So it's small dick humiliation kind of thing, or is it about like my boyfriend's white dick? So like basically huh. cock worship for his Asian dick or whatever. Oh, interesting. And I did it because I was like, well, this is kind of a cool take on this, I guess. So this yeah. was how I was thinking at yeah. the time, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I think it's more complicated than that. And yeah. I do it, but at the time, like, yeah, you get all kinds of very interesting requests. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did have like you know, kind of a intellectual conversation about it at the end, about, mm-hmm. like, you know, what it means and stuff, which I don't really remember now, but it was... In the end, it was, like, a good good call, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it's, like, all of everything and all of these requests and all of sex work is so personal, and I think people think that there's just, like, a cookie-cutter, like, mm-hmm. you know, you just want to see fucking, you just want to happen to see an yeah. orgasm, see mm-hmm. some pussy... Yeah, talk to a lady. Those are the weirdest <laughs> cam clients. The yeah, ones that just want to see some that are, pussy. That are just yeah. like super general. You're like, what? And you're like, why are you? Why don't you just watch porn? Yeah. Like if they don't want to talk and they're just like furiously jerking off, mm-hmm. looking yeah. at you, it's kind of like you're missing the whole point yeah. of camping. Yeah. This is exactly. Like that it's like the porn. most personal form of porn that you have, like right. the catered to you porn. Yeah. I guess, yeah. It's it can be yeah strange. They're pretty infrequent though. Yeah, I think so. As they're like tend to not be willing to pay. To right, they're looking like, for your minimum. The minute. minimum experience. Yeah. Minimum experience. They're like, I can pay you ten dollars, and you're like, I just want it to be happening now. That this yeah. is, like, <laughs> she's touching her pussy right now as I'm touching my penis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what a waste. Yeah. What a waste. <laughs> just go on chat roulette or yeah. like omegle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are reaching the end of our time. It's time for a commercial break, guys. A bold font can imply a bit too much. That email your boss sent you? Three fonts, four colors. How can you even read that? You go to art school, but whoever makes the signs only uses Helvetica and thinks it's good enough. Who can tell? Don Roberts is the Dean of America. Without him, we may have never known lettering as is today in the 21st century. He invented the Roman numerals, pioneered Futura, 
and designed Jokerman on ketamine. <laughs> when he invented art school, he had one thing in mind. Boner graffiti. Done in spheres that require critical analysis. But what's a font? What is kerning? Kerning is when Dan Robb went to hell, and it's what we use to describe the space between letters and text, similar to Dave's separation from God on his trip to hell. A font is a vessel containing holy water placed near the entrance of a church. This year we want to pay homage. Dorito Robustington Day is June 23rd. Celebrate with us. <laughs> that was so good. Amazing. Thank yes. you. Oh, gosh. Wow. I love thinking about fonts. Anyway, so <laughs> where can we find you, Mila Summer? Um, the only place I'm uh, I'm on is Twitter, and it's at DuskBunnyXO. It's my old at name. At D-U-S-K Bunny, B-U-N-N-Y, and we will put that in the bio. XO. XO. Yes. At DuskBunnyXO. Uh, I need to change it. <laughs> it's all good. We know where to find you, as long as we can find you there. Cool. Um, you have anything you want to plug? No, but again, if there's any CAM models in the area that want to collaborate or work on a website together yes. or do shows together, I might even agree to making videos together oh, yeah. now that we've got this whole strategy. And yes. if you're willing to do the editing instead of me, yeah. <laughs> um, but let me know. Message me. Awesome. Um, Clover, where can we find you? If you draw a pentagram... And then say the words. Here, <laughs> 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 right before you. Awesome, <laughs> easy to find. Um, I am Selena Lestrip. You can follow me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. You can support this project on Patreon at The Real Pretty Boy Girl. You can follow us on Instagram at Ho in the Know. You can uh, send us a Gmail. Or you can email us on the Gmail. <laughs> send us a Gmail. <laughs> send us a Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> Home the at gmail dot com. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please like, subscribe, comment, contribute to the Patreon. We will shout you out. I mean, what other email services are still relevant? It's just Gmail. My dad still has Hotmail. Hotmail. Oh, true. <laughs> Some people are rocking that. Yeah, rocking the Hotmail. It's vintage. Mm. It is vintage. Um, thank any, you for having me, by the way. Thank you really so, much, thank for you so much for coming. Really fun. This yeah. has been amazing, and you were such an amazing guest. Um, oh, I've learned so much. Yes, I'm. There's so many things. All and right, so, you guys. Yep. Glad it was this is the end, and uh, we love you all. Have a blessed uh, day whenever you listen to this. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. More money. I want your money. I want more money. 